1: This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast.
0: Ladies and
2: gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10,
0: 9. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three,
3: two, one,
1: go. Tonight, I'm here with relationship coach, blogger, author, mother, Nyla. Hello, queen. How are you? Hey, beautiful. I'm great. How are you? I'm so good, and I'm so excited to talk to you. I love you, sis thank you same here you you interviewed my bro
2: like uh maybe like a month and change ago and I was like oh okay I've been an
1: avid follower since oh thank, thank you, you so you much stuck with me now girl you stuck with me now yes yes we are and I'm, I'm so glad we connected I'm so glad same. Same. <laughs> yeah so before we jump into that the the meat of things and why we're here where are you from Originally, I am from Trinidad um,
2: by way of Baltimore. I moved after I graduated high school. I moved to London. I lived there for like a year and a half. And then I moved to Baltimore, Maryland, well, like Ellicott City. So I can't really rep, you know, be more, but I do rep it. Um, Can't nobody tell me that I don't rep be more. But anyway, um, I lived in Ellicott City. I went to Morgan State. And then I stayed there for like, we don't want to do the math. I'm just going to say I stayed there for like a really long time.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
2: I recently located to San Diego, California. And I've been here. This will be four years in July.
1: Nice. So so I'm, I know you mentioned, you said you lived in London for a little bit. Like, how was that mm-hmm. in London? It was dope.
2: Uh, I was 17 when I graduated. And, you know, everybody always says that I look young for my age. So people thought I was like 14 and 15. And I'm like, no, nah, fam. Like, I've, I've been where you've been. I've done what you done did. I just... I'm old now, you know. You know, you think you have grown. You you're a couple months older than somebody. You think you're grown, so I definitely thought I was older than everybody there. But um, it was pretty dope. The accent, the people, the culture, it's um, it's different. You know, it was a, it was a pretty dope experience.
1: Nice, yes, and you know, as you already know, you know, I'm from Baltimore. Hey. Um, yes. <laughs> Yes, 100 percent B So I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. All right. So tell me first, like what sparked your interest in becoming a relationship coach? And you know, tell us for those that don't know, what what all does that entail?
2: Well, um, I think everything that we experience in life, it happens for a reason. Uh writing has always been my kismet, my calling, something that I've always wanted to do. And um I started going through like a really bad patch in my marriage, which ultimately um, I ended up getting a divorce, but I felt like I learned so much um, during leaving the situation as well. I just felt like I was so empowered and I needed to share pieces of my story and just help other people. Initially, it was uh, focused on women and helping them strengthen themselves to leave bad situations. But um, over the last year and a half, I've had you know a a, a myriad like a huge calling from 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 the fellas whatever their reason if it's to come and look or just to have the conversation hey cool I'm with it too so um so yeah so I help people just um heal and and move forward from relationships because something that I learned was that when we don't know how to let go and to do so in a healthy fashion, we find that we become really jaded. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a common trait, especially for Black women. You know, we're always called, you know, bitter, we're, you know, bitter Black women. And so that's kind of what the, the premise was about. But like I said, um, over the last year, year and a half, I've gotten a lot of love from the fellas. So it's not just women I'm helping, I started helping men as well
1: hmm that's awesome mm-hmm. I saw that like because I was reading your blog your blog um after divorces mm-hmm. and um I think it's so interesting whenever the male perspective is presented because you know you always hear about women like you said you hear mm-hmm. about women and our our problems with um healing after you know after separating out of like traumatic and just toxic tumultuous uh, relationships mm-hmm. but you never mm-hmm. hear men's perspective really you know well, like so that's interesting well it's it's we
2: never hear it because truth of the matter is especially black men they mm-hmm. don't think that we care they don't think that we want to listen you know when, you, when we talk about relationships you hear the common um saying happy happy wife happy life right mm-hmm does it say anything about the husband does it say anything about him being content and, and and happy in that space with his with his wife as long as she happy we happy right mm-hmm. and so i think they carry that on and whatever it is that they deal with however things may end for them in their marriage they don't want to talk about it because they think they're going to get shut down if men black men start speaking about emotions or feelings why you so soft, fam? You you, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And so um, I try my best, like whenever I have any kind of dialogue, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook or my blog, um, I try to create a space where everyone feels safe. So you can, you can speak your piece, but everybody needs to be able to do so respectfully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like they, men have a lot to say if you create a safe space for them to do so, they, they can shed light on a lot of information, but we have to
1: give them the opportunity to do so. Indeed. I agree. Cause I mean, I would love to hear what, what men think when it comes Mm -hmm. to, you know, relationships and things like that. I would love to hear, you know, men just do whatever it is that they feel they have to, you know, get out. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's a lot that they need to release as well. Yes, definitely.
2: Definitely. And again, like there's this, this stigma that, you know, black men, I mean, just with everything overall with society and how, how society views our black men, they just always have to be strong and they, Mm-hmm. They need, they need that space. They need a haven. They need somewhere, you know, whether it's their, their wife, whether it's a homegirl, somebody, they need that space to be able to, to have a female's perspective. And if we, you know, um, are that friend, cause I have a lot of male friends. And mm-hmm. if we are that, that person in, in their lives and we say something like, boy, why are you so soft? Or we try to dismiss them. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to shut down. Mm -hmm. And they're going to keep everything in because that's the first thing we say. Oh, you know, men don't want to open up. Well, when they try to, we dismiss it. So how can they really and truly be be sincere and open up if when they do, we're trying to tell them how
1: they should feel or or dismiss what it is that they're feeling? Mm -hmm. And I would agree with that because I've even been that that woman that Mm -hmm. I, I didn't. I wasn't listening like how we want them to listen to us Mm -hmm. and want them to take our feelings into consideration we want them to understand us we want them to respect us and I can honestly say that I was that female that was like not really listening I kind of wanted him to listen to me know my feelings me 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 it's not Mm -hmm. about you it's about you know what I mean so I Mm -hmm. I I totally you know agree with that and I understand that now yeah thanks big thanks so, um, let's get into divorce, which is, you know, and I already told you, like, I, I just, I can't stand talking about divorce or even like, I don't even like the thought of it. And and just because, you know, and just keeping it all the way real. So I'm married mm-hmm. and I've been married for about 11 years going on 12. Go girl. Congrats. Yes, thank you. And so. I just, when I know, and this is for the listeners, this is just me personally, my pain, but when I think of the word divorce, I just associate that with like failure with, um, embarrassment and just like, I, it just makes me feel so dark. Mm. Although I know in the back of my mind that sometimes, you know, things happen and sometimes you can't avoid that. Sometimes that's necessary. Mm-hmm. for several different reasons like I know that in the back of my mind but I, I just don't like it so which is mm-hmm. why I wanted to have this conversation because I wanted to talk about it because I think it is important and for other people too to talk about it so so first let's talk about the dark side of divorce mm-hmm. um you know let's dive into well- that well, before I, I jump into the dark side, this is
2: what I always tell. Like anytime someone approaches me about, um, you know, seeking advice or just my friends in general, and I have a lot of married friends. And so I always say, not because I'm divorced, meaning mean, I want you to be divorced. What's the problem? What's going on?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to know. And the question that I always ask them, and they get so mad at me for it. Have you done everything that you can to make this marriage work? You come and ask me about divorce and how did you get, no, you answer this question. Have you done everything to make this marriage work? And nine point, you know, about nine out of 10 times they say, okay, maybe I haven't done everything. So here's the thing with divorce. Yes, all of those things. I have experienced it when um, initially going through my separation. You feel ashamed, you feel guilt. Did I do everything? Could I have done more? You, you know, it's a lot of self-doubt, it's a lot of questioning. But if you are in a space where the relationship is, is, is heavy, the relationship is toxic because with marriage, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be happiness all of the time you're going to have moments of strife, you're going to have dark moments, you're going to have ups and downs, but there has to be something that says, you know what, this is worth it. This person makes me want to continue to fight this battle with them, right? Mm -hmm. So again, whenever anyone approaches me about divorce, where, you know, they're like, I'm thinking about, you know, getting separated, my first instinct is, okay, let's, 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 let's peel the layers back Are you? Have you done all the work? Because I do feel as if um, our generation we're quick to, you know, we want microwave results, so we're quick to Mm -hmm. pull the plug if something doesn't appear as if it's working in our favor. The way that we think that it should be working, the way that we described what marriage is, it's it's not fairy tale. Mm -hmm. The stuff that we've seen in the movies, and oh, he takes you home, and you know, he. It's it's not real. It's it's not. not. You know, marriage is. I I don't like you. You are on my last nerve. Right. I just want to smother you with this pillow. Why are you snoring so loud? Why are you chewing in my ear? Why are you looking at me like that? You can't tie that shoe. Pick up the fork. Why do you have to close the bag with with like that? Use the zip tie. That's what marriage is. Yes. Right. (laughs) It is. something about that person you enjoy being around them they inspire you they motivate you they encourage you to be better and so when you're going through the tough times you have to constantly remind yourself of those good times right Mm -hmm. and so when I advise or or talk about have conversations about divorce it's to the point where okay we've exhausted (laughs) we've exhausted everything we have done all that we can do now let's 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 consider what the next step looks like which is separation Mm -hmm. separation is hard because you you know with marriage two separate entities join and become one so you know y'all living in the same house you probably have the same phone plan and everything is kind of together and so to separate and start doing everything all over again technically you're single. And you're going through this, oh my God, is this really what I want? And a lot of the times people stay because that is too scary. Mm-hmm. That 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 that's uncomfortable. And so I say, Are you going to stay? If you choose, if you're choosing to stay, are you staying because you know what? My husband is not that bad. These things, these issues that I have with him, it's not as bad as I thought that they were, as opposed to. It's too hard to be single out here. Mm -mm. I'm going to stick to the devil that I know as opposed to the one that I don't know. So Mm -hmm. it's two different things, right? Some people stay in the marriage for the sake of saying that they're married. Oh, we've been together for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years, and y'all have been unhappy for the last nine.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Why? And I feel like a lot of times people aren't willing to do the work
0: because you can be in a marriage and you could be unhappy in that marriage. there's over 80% of Americans who believe they have a book inside them. But getting the book done and published is a matter of discipline and know-how. Getting the book into as many hands of targeted readers, well, that's a matter of authority positioning. I'm Makitria, self-publishing coaching consultant and founder of On Writers Block. I've helped over 20 indie authors across the U.S. in the areas of book publishing, manuscript editing, and coaching to achieve new levels in their author journeys, and I'm here to help you in your author journey as well. I've authored a program exclusively for you that teaches actionable methods that resolve your self-publishing and platform growth needs in one central place. I present to you the book method, self-publishing and authority positioning simplified. You will complete the program with expert level self-publishing knowledge, learn how to produce a bookshelf ready book and applicable methods to establish brand identity and brand messaging that will aid you in building a target readership to sell your book to. The days of piecemealing proper book publishing together and building your readership are over when you join me inside the book method. Visit me at onwritersblock.net to join the waitlist or follow me on Instagram at onwritersblockpwps for updates. You can also click the link in the podcast episode to join the waitlist and receive a coupon code to save on the program when enrollment opens. I look forward to seeing you inside the method. You have to
3: roll your sleeves, I feel as if people are too quick to jump to divorce thinking that that's an option um, and they don't want to actually roll their sleeves and do the work. And then there's a situation where situations are toxic. You could be with a narcissistic partner where everything revolves around them and nothing revolves around you. The marriage is about them as opposed to a team. And so um, I believe that once uh, a marriage is in a a really dark and detrimental place where both parties, um, it's just stagnant. It's not moving at all. I believe that it's time to cut the tide.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. And let's talk about that, too, because I've had tons of uh, conversations with a couple of my friends that are not married. Mm And they're always like, oh, we, you know, I love that you and your husband have been together so long and, you know, I can't wait till I get married and, you know, that kind of deal. Like people that really, really yearn for the marriage. Right. And I tell them Mm -hmm. like, listen, yes, we have been married this long, but you have no idea the amount of work I would, I would like to just say, like, I would say that marriage for me is like one of the biggest challenges in my life. Mm -hmm. it's 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 so much and I didn't even know like you know that that first couple years of marriage it's kind of like you know you're in the the honeymoon phase and you're like happy everything's happy and it's going Um, good (laughs) but then you get like okay you get it this this like you you start to come down (laughs) off of that happy right and you're like what the hell did I get myself (laughs) into
3: yeah but it's like but here's, here's 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 the thing right and i think that's that's why i wanted to have these conversations because i feel like people's ideas of what marriage is it was it was It was so incorrect. It was so based off of Hollywood and all the the glitz and the glamour and the beauty of it, like not the real hardcore, what it truly means to be married. Again, like waking up to somebody, you really don't want to talk to them. You really don't want to be around them, but that's your partner. And you guys have to muddle through all the storms together. Because Mm -hmm. you can get in an argument with your husband or your wife, and two minutes later, you can get a call saying that they got into an accident. What argument? you are showing up, you are going to be there. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what marriage is about. And I don't think that people are realistic when it comes to um, wanting to be married. I feel, like, I feel like people are so focused on the day. Mm-hmm. The, especially women. Oh my God, what, what kind of ring is he going to get me, girl? Oh my goodness! Oh my God, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait for this. And we are going to throw you a bridal shower? Because that's something else too. When you are married, It is really, really hard if you have those single girlfriends that's like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. See, if that was me, girl, I wouldn't even be putting up with that. You need those friends that have been Mm -hmm. in marriages, that are Mm -hmm. in strong relationships, that know what a foundation and what building a foundation is in a relationship and what it means. Because when that storm hits, you need something to hold on to because
1: you're not yeah. always going to like that person. Yeah. And and I'm glad you you brought that up because that is so true. You do not always like your spouse. And that's a mm-hmm. normal feeling. You're not because this you, you know, and people have to understand, this is one person that you have committed your life to that you have said I do to that you are you know you agreed to live with you know and in, in sickness and health and through just everything that's hard mm-hmm. it is hard it's not that you don't love them you're not in love with them you don't want to be with them but there are a lot of of obstacles that come with marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's an important thing for people to know. And you are so right because we do, just as women, just like me. I mean, I was just so pumped. Like, listen, I got the ring. I'm about to have mm-hmm. like this amazing wedding. I'm going to get the dress. It's so cute. I'm so glad I'm being a wife. But then, you know, you're not thinking about, okay, now everything is, you know, over. That wedding day is mm-hmm. over and the dress is off. And now begins mm-hmm. work. How do we keep mm-hmm. a healthy, relationship and maintain that plus with kids plus with all the other obstacles that come like bills and loss of jobs and all these different things you know Mm -hmm. yeah I I don't feel like we um
3: we that we're honest with ourselves and how we view uh relationships and so there's that um you know where, where men and women bump heads because you know we and then there's this whole other conversation of what men should do what women should do you know, a um, oh, woman should submit. Well, are you in a position? Have you been that leader as a man, as a partner for her to submit to? Like, you know, girl, don't get me started. Do not get <laughs> me started. Like there's so much, so many avenues we can take. So you just keep staring at the car, okay? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm in the passenger seat. You keep staring at the car and tell me, no, cause we're, not, we're not gonna listen. go over there.
1: <laughs> listen. But listen, you, you are, you are bringing up a very valid point and people don't want to, they don't want to hear it, but that's the truth. It's not about the mm-hmm. woman doesn't want to be submissive. It's about, if is the man truly an alpha or not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I actually had a conversation with my husband about that too. When I said that, I said, you know, this is the, this is, I mean, this is the reason why women are not the way that you want them to be or the way that you feel they should be because you're not giving. You're not mm-hmm. You're not leading properly. You're not, and not specifically mm-hmm. my husband, but I'm saying in general, you know, men, you have right. to lead properly if you want mm-hmm. this thing from us. You know what I mean? So I agree with mm-hmm. you 100%. Yeah, because it's
3: like you, I had a conversation all of the time. Like, yeah, I want my woman to submit. Bro, you don't even know where you're going. <laughs> how do you want somebody to follow when you can't lead do you know yeah. what it means to be a leader and do you know what all of that entails and it's not you know because you know women will argue feminists will argue that you know um if we can if we're co- contributing to the to the household and we're bringing 80 percent and he's bringing then that means that you know if if we're bringing 80 and he's bringing the other 20 that means that we run the house if that's your husband. He's the, king of the, he's the king of the castle, mm-hmm. regardless of who's bringing what. And I just feel like there's so much, there's, there's not enough conversation. There's not enough clarity on roles in relationships, mm-hmm. roles in marriages and how that affects relationships. Because say, for instance, me and my husband, Well, oh, I don't even want to say that. Oh, that just made me so. <laughs> my future husband, I'm going to say my future husband. So say for instance, my future husband now, you know, we just got married, and there's things that he, um, he's a he's a better chef, and I manage the bills better. You have to know how to make that work.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: if I know that that financially he's not too, you know, he, he he doesn't manage money well, babe. Look, how about you know we put this money in this joint account? Let's do this. Da 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 da. That's not him submitting to me that's him understanding okay this is an area that I fall short in so I'm going to lean on her for this but I can cook better I'm a, I can drop the kids off I can do this I can do that it's, it's give and take it's it's, its it's reciprocity and I feel like we lose sight of that when we're talking about the beauty in relationships we're not mm-hmm. talking about the practicality of it all picking kids up Who's sick when, when the baby wakes up at night? Is it your turn? Or is it my turn? Oh, is it always my turn when the baby's up. What, what does that mean? What does that really look like? How are you? What, what type of father did you have in your life? Because that will kind of tell me the type mm-hmm. of man that you possibly would be for our children. We're not having those real conversations. I agree. And so we end up in situations where we're unhappy. We've You know, the newness has worn off and it's like, damn. I said forever to this. Why? What was I thinking? Why didn't my friends warn me? That's why you need those those, those vets those those old school vets that's been married. They yes. are you know filling you up with posit positivity and telling you real giving you real advice about what marriage is. Like if you have a mom that's pessimistic, oh all men are cheaters. Guess what? You are going into your marriage thinking. Yep. All men are cheating. Your husband is gonna cheat. Your, mm-hmm. your husband is gonna cheat over time. So you are just waiting instead of enjoying, instead of embracing moments, instead of being in, in moments. It's because if you if okay, using this example, if you if your mom is saying to you, men all men cheat, so you're in this relationship, you love him, you are excited about your marriage, and it's not gonna happen for me, but it's in the back of your mind. You're not gonna be a hundred percent vulnerable with this man. You're always gonna be holding back because you feel at some point he's gonna do something to hurt you, to break your marriage, which is cheating, you know, infidelity. And so if you aren't being yourself, I'm I'm, I'm a huge proponent on energy, feeling energy, giving energy. If if your partner knows you and is connected to you the way that he should be, he's gonna know when you're not giving a hundred percent. So how can you have a successful
1: marriage? hmm And it's so funny because... Because he knows... for him. Yep. No, go ahead. Because he knows
3: that you are, again, like, he knows that you're holding back. He knows that something is off. And he's going to ask, babe, are you okay? And what's the first thing that we say, sis? I'm fine. hmm I'm fine. Because you don't okay. want to address, hey, look, my mom, this has been her experience, and this is a fear of mine. Or I, my fear is I, I, I am afraid of abandonment. I have abandonment issues. I have childhood traumas that I have not addressed. We are not having those real conversations in relationships, and so we start a marriage, still not having those conversations. And life happens, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, what the, what the f? What, what is okay? How do I deal with this? How do I manage this? I wasn't prepared for this. Am I supposed to stick with him while he's dealing with this issue, whatever that might be? Because it's not always the female, it's sometimes it's the the, the the male. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're not having those real conversations to prepare ourselves to deal with when the tough times come, because they're going to come. Yeah. They're going to come and you're going to be unprepared and you
1: have to figure out a way to, to work through it. Mm-hmm and that's the that's really the main ingredient I think to any relationship you got to have communication you got to have those tough conversations um Mm -hmm. now my mom you know would never never told me anything like that but it's funny that you mentioned that because I had an ex-friend who would say things to me like that all the time so she happened to be in Mm -hmm. a, a you know a couple of relationships that ended in um where dudes were cheating on her. And so she would always tell me, mm-hmm. you know, you know, he's probably cheating on you. You know, all men cheat. She would always mm-hmm. say that to me like trying to embed it into my mind so I would start thinking mm-hmm. that my husband was cheating on me because of her experiences. And you know, this may sound harsh, but I'm just going to tell the ladies who are listening just because you have been in relationships where there has been, you know, frequent infidelities does not mean that every man cheats every man does not cheat mm-hmm. every woman does not cheat like you need to understand that mm-hmm. you can't be you can't go around being bitter because that happened to you the, and this is where this is what what I love what you do because this is where the healing part comes into play yes
3: mm-hmm. you know so so, so mm-hmm. here's another thing that you did since you touched on that here's the thing sometimes we see using this situation that you just Explained, we see women go from one toxic relationship to another, to another, to another. What is the common denominator? Regardless if you want to admit this to your girlfriends or not, you are the common denominator. There's something with you that's making you pick these men that have this common trait. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if we don't heal from each relationship, we're we're not going to be able to move forward. So for instance, if I was in a abusive relationship, it's a strong possibility that I'm gonna be with somebody else. If I'm Russian, so say we break up today and two months from now, girl, I done moved in with this new boo, and you know, he done met the kids and everything, and we're about mm-hmm. to get married in six months. You haven't healed or dealt with the issues from your past relationship. So guess what one, you're taking that baggage on, and two it's a strong possibility that you may have picked another partner with those same traits because you're gravitating to what feels safe to you. And sometimes what feels safe and familiar isn't always what's best for you. It feels safe because it's familiar, but is it really safe? Mm
0: -hmm. Because
3: are you really having those conversations? Like, oh, yeah, do you beat your wife? Oh, okay, no, I was just asking, you know, if you... Nobody's going to, you know, volunteer that information, but it's like we see red flags and we ignore those red flags. And because we, we, we're so busy, we don't want to be alone. So we want to rush into this next situation, not realizing the parallelism between the last partner and this current one. Take time, mm-hmm. ladies, sellers, take time to heal. Being up under another dude or under another chick is not going to help you heal from your last one. It's really, really not. And I really want to express, you know, express my frustration with that because I feel like we need to learn to be alone. If you can't enjoy your own company, how are you going to find a partner to to, to share your your company with, to share your time and to share pieces of you with, when you don't know how to enjoy your own space, when you don't know what it what, what it's like to just sit with your thoughts. That's why you. That's why we rush into new relationships because we don't want to sit with those thoughts. Because those mm-hmm. thoughts are uncomfortable. Because it's hard when you sit back and think, maybe I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's, it's hard turning that mirror on yourself and doing that work. You're like,
1: ah, right, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. The healing is ugly. It is. Mm-hmm. It's it's the ugly process. But it's a necessary mm-hmm. process. You know, you, you it's it's uncomfortable. That's how it is at first. It's one of those things where it's gonna be worse before it gets better.
3: hmm yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Facts. Yep. Yeah. But but it's necessary. Like you said, you have you, you know, because if you if you if you can't keep going on like that, you can't keep going on like that. Yeah. Like at yeah. some and point. It's, and it's, 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 un... it's unfortunate
3: because a lot of people you know I've seen people in their 50s 60s with the same mindset and I'm like you don't you don't see a correlation here okay (laughs) but it's like anybody that's that's an addict you can't get help until you're ready to be helped until Mm -hmm. you're ready to say "I, I think I have a problem I think I need therapy I think I need counseling and I think that is so important it's important while you're dating before you guys get married I think you should do you know Counseling with your partner. If you guys are going through a rough patch, you need somebody that's a a healthy mediator. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you can't go to your mama. Your mama going to unless your, unless your mama's me. Because I'm a, when my kids get older, I'm be like, okay, so what's going on? I I know that I'm that person that I can see the situations clear, clear without picking sides. Everybody's not like that. Mm-hmm. There's situations where oh my son can't do no wrong. My son, hold up, ma'am. Excuse me, time out. No, your son is trash. But again, if we're not willing to have these real awkward, uncomfortable conversations, even if it hurts your feelings, I'm that person that's going to say, okay, I, I have friends, and I'm like, I got something to say, and you may not like me for it, but I cannot allow you to continue to keep making this mistake. Mm -hmm. And then I let it out. You can take your time to process it, call me back, however. But I feel like we try to, you know, either we we dance around stuff, we walk on eggshells because we don't want to lose our friends. If you love that friend, that person, your sister, your brother, your mother, whoever that person is, you should be able to be honest with that individual. You messing up. You Mm -hmm. messing up. Fix your marriage. Your marriage is, is trash because you are trash get it together yeah how are you working on your marriage and you you texting this other dude oh how's houses that's 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 not gonna help mm-hmm. and i feel like we again it it ties marriage is not just about those two people that's in it but the people that's around you so if you have a bunch of single friends telling you girl he's gonna cheat on you yeah in the back of your mind somewhere in the back of your mind i'm not saying that every time your husband came home late you're like what you doing in the back of your mind
1: somewhere right because people have like you keep saying when they keep saying when someone keeps driving something into you and keep driving it to you you like that even though you're like you know what i'm not entertaining this i'm not doing it but Mm -hmm. you know early on when this person kept saying that like you keep saying that you keep saying it like why even say that but yes you are so right you do when someone keeps Mm -hmm. telling you something like that you do and sometimes when you're not even thinking about it And it just comes up and you're just like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, maybe he was. But it's like, now, that's that's all it takes. That's (laughs) all it takes. Little hole, right? And then you start like everything, you question everything, especially if you're a person Mm -hmm. who healed from being cheated on. And now you have somebody that's trying to um, reverse that process that you Mm -hmm. went through you know what I mean so that is Mm -hmm. that's tough that's that's tough and 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 I think that's with anything that somebody has tried to heal from and got better from somebody that's trying to reverse those things you know but of course that person and like you said I agree whole I I agree wholeheartedly that people that are married I feel like they should surround themselves with other married people or other people who are in relationships Mm -hmm. because single people a lot of times it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. it doesn't work And listen, listen, it's not even that, oh, I'm single. I
3: want you to be single. Well, again, well, it depends. Because sometimes that is the case. Sometimes that is the case. But sometimes some people are so jaded because one, they didn't heal. And they're like, well, she's my friend. And that's a positive. I think that's what he's doing because that's what she's dealt with. And she hasn't healed from it. So that's all she sees. No matter how good someone may be to her, she's waiting for the shoe to drop. Right? Yeah. So it's not that she's not a good friend to you and like it's 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 a hard place to be in it's 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 a really hard because I feel like you can have some single friends but yeah. the way that I handle it there's certain conversations that's for my single friends and there's certain conversations that's for my married friends
1: mm-hmm.
3: if I know that you are a person that I tell you girl he came home drunk and you know his homeboy dropped him off and child mm-hmm what was he doing though wait what no because they went out like he keep he communicated the whole time Mm -hmm. but he was probably whoa girl hold up. I wasn't even thinking right so where was you at what you hold (laughs) up but again it's because she hasn't healed from something right so she in her mind this is what men do this is a part of their DNA because I've never met a man that's been faithful to me yeah. And so guess what she again if you're not willing to be vulnerable with somebody your bag stay packed you always ready to go right and because that's what that's you've been you experiencing one relationship exactly that's why you can hop from one relationship to the next to the next to the next i oh i tell all of my friends the next time i get married that's it you suck bro <laughs> we, <laughs> this is it whatever this happens we are going to deal with it because yeah. I don't want to go from one relationship and, you know, for the next five years, well, okay, and then y'all here, and Nala broke up with him and she's nah, uh, this, not, it's a wrap. What you put, sir, sir. <laughs> this is what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. But yes, you you are so right. just want to jump shit. Yeah. Yeah. So quickly, right? You just want to run. And, mm-hmm. and and it's it's not, and I'm going to tell y'all now, it is not that easy to get up And just leave a marriage. It doesn't work like that. It's a whole process. It's a whole process. So, you know, you can't just run. I mean, you can't just pick up and be like, oh, hey, I'm breaking up with you right now. It it don't work like that Mm -hmm. at all like mm-hmm. at all but mm-hmm. yes I agree with the point you made with a single friend I totally agree with that yes you you know but because because yeah. I can honestly say now I have a few single friends now who aren't married that do nothing but pour nothing but positivity into me and and we mm-hmm. pour positivity into each other they've never even mm-hmm. mentioned anything like that before you know what I mean so it's like right. you know when people you know go through things they just want to kind of put that on you because they haven't dealt with it. And I totally agree with that. Exactly.
3: Yeah, you got to know your circle.
1: You you got to know
3: who, who your people are. You got to know if they for real ride or die. Because you cannot afford to be um, really vulnerable and emotional with someone that may not have your best interests at heart. And again, it may not sincerely be, oh, like she's trying to sabotage what you have. But well, shoot, I ain't finding it. So I'm pretty sure all dudes are doing the same thing. So her dude ain't doing what he say he doing.
1: Right. And for me, and you, you just, know. You just have to know who to share stuff with. Girl, listen, don't even get me started on that. Okay? <laughs> That's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother beast okay that's a whole mm-hmm. nother conversation mm-hmm. but you guys you're mm-hmm. so right but people like the listeners they know me my friends they know I'm Linnea will do the Pisces dip okay if you talking all that negative <laughs> stuff I'm a dip okay I'm not right. asking you no know, questions right. I'm not explaining myself if you talking negative I don't care what it is I'm dipping we dipping okay mm-hmm. <laughs> we out of mm-hmm. there <laughs> Yeah.
3: because it seeps it seeps in your brain again let's say you your subconscious you have dismissed it when somebody said, "Girl, my husband is not cheating." Girl, but in the back of your it just takes like a little, a nanosecond, and you're like, "Hold up, okay, I don't know, girl, no, 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 ma'am, no, <laughs> you ain't, you, you ain't got no, you like the devil, you ain't got no room up in here, honey, you
1: got to go, you got it's to right. go." Right. right because listen that's that's how i be though. that's the truth that is a raw truth okay it's Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. relationships marriages are tough they're tough yeah but yeah like you said and i agree if you know this is somebody who you love who you're in love with you know and you're also friends with because my husband and i were also friends we're like best friends too Mm -hmm. if this is someone you really care about and you want to invest in then it's worth it's worth working through you know, some things.
3: I, I would say that you're not always going to the listeners, to y'all who might be married, y'all might be in a relationship on the verge of marriage. You may not always be in love with your partner either. When I was married, I remember for like a couple of years, I was like, this dude, why? But I made the commitment to stay mm-hmm. married. Divorce was not an option. So I am going to push through. I am going to commit to this and work hard. And again, like, well, you just roll my sleeves up and we're going to fight through this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But again, like you, I just feel like we just have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. My mindset was if I, you know, because he grew up, um, you know, without a dad and he he had a pretty tough life. And I, my mindset was if I loved him enough, he'll see that. It's, it's real. He'll see that, you know, I, I can fix the broken pieces and fill the void that, that he feels. And this, bro, whoever is listening, you can't mend somebody's childhood traumas. They have to do that on their own. Mm-hmm. Whatever broken pieces they have, if they are not willing to deal with them, you can't fix it. And you can love as hard as you want to. And you can do everything for that person including losing yourself. And it won't ever be enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And at that moment, that's when you should, you should pick you. Because you can lose yourself in trying to hold up this marriage. That only you doing all this work. is 90-10 for years. And you're like, hold up. It's not going to change until that person is ready to Get help to f- fix their problems, to deal with their issues. No matter what you do, girl, mm-hmm. you could bend over back will touch your 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 big toe on your your, your nostril, sure. girl. It's what that okay, girl. It's not mm-hmm. gonna change. It's not gonna make him stay. It's not gonna make him love you or you know her love you. You can't you can't force it. You really really can't. And I feel like we just have to know when it's time to say like I've done enough but also know the difference between I'm not really trying hard enough to save this marriage.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Mm Childhood traumas, they're
1: real stuff, man. They're real issues and we we have to deal with them. Yes, and while we're on it, I want to also say that a baby having a child doesn't fix anything either. (laughs) That doesn't fix anything. (laughs) Girl, listen.
3: Let me me switch my wine, girl. Listen. (laughs) For the, for the women that think that sisters don't the amount of of trauma that you're you're creating and you're passing on to your new generation to your offspring it is way worse yeah if that man is hasn't again if he that man or that woman hasn't dealt with childhood issues if they, they they you know they're dealing with a, they have abandonment issues dealing with a absentee mom or absentee dad and you bring a baby into this world, child, girl, that's just whoop. Mm-mm. why It it's it's it. make it sure just... that you are okay with you and him before you add somebody else. Girl. Before you add a, a life to this situation. A baby, oh child, this single mom life. is not for the bird. Don't do <laughs> it, sis. Don't do it. <laughs> It's not going to make him stay. It's not going to make him want to step up. Like if he wasn't trying to be a husband before, you think he wants to be a husband now? That there's a baby crying in the middle of the night? That there's somebody else pulling and tugging and needing him emotionally, financially? You just add it to whatever it is that he got going on. Yeah. So ladies, please don't. Please
1: just wait. Don't do wait. it. Please. <laughs> don't do it it makes things more mm-hmm. complex it really does but you know and a lot of people and not everyone you know a lot of people and of course for the listeners obviously you know everything that we're talking about is not going to apply to everyone but there is some people that this is going mm-hmm. to apply to but yes I do I, I agree you don't please if things are complicated I'll tell you right now mm-hmm. having a baby is going to complicate it mm-hmm. even more it's going to be, worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna be don't, worse don't think that it's going to save the
3: relationship it's really not if Mm -mm. you're having a baby because you want one because this girl it's it's so many different types of relationships like i know this one young lady she's like look i don't want anything serious i just i just want you to knock me up oh my god okay girl (laughs) (laughs) i don't judge everybody's situation is different there's these polyamorous relationships i'm like oh listen do you okay let me let me let me write my notes just you exactly Whatever floats your boat, so every you know <laughs> one situation it one thing doesn't apply to all, so what we discuss here it doesn't apply to everyone. it's not blanket information, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and yeah. so there's some women that just like, "Look, I just want a kid, you ain't got to be involved, and not, you know just
0: be well, smart you this.
3: and be realistic when you're deciding to have a baby. if you' are having yeah. a baby because you want a baby, cool, don't have a baby thinking that's going to make that man
1: stay. Yeah, it's not. D- don't do it no so yeah lastly let me, let me ask you this because I know a lot of people have a lot of different thoughts about this um but do you feel in your opinion that divorce will be warranted if there was cheating in the marriage um again I
3: feel like these are conversations that must happen in the beginning of a relationship Mm-hmm. so I'm asking while I'm dating so what's your sexual proclivities what is it that you like what is it that you don't like what are things that you're into Because listen <laughs> you can meet a man and you know you think that you're everything you give him everything sexually and he may come out nine ten years later like hey I want a threesome with a guy <laughs> excuse me what <laughs> if you are because I feel like we try to to be somebody else in relationships sometimes we're trying to paint ourselves in such a beautiful way that's what dating is right you try mm-hmm. to show you you put your best foot forward you know, you get dolled up ladies we get dolled up and we do our hair got the heels on got the nails done hair popping makeup popping and all this stuff listen when you're going to sleep girl you got your bonnet on your scarf on you're like what what you got crust in your eyes y'all funky breath that's real that's real relationships has that this person that you're dating has have they seen all of that? And I feel like again we are not having these real conversations about hey maybe an open relationship is something that we could do because she may be like okay I don't I think I'm okay with us having an open relationship or she may be like yeah no I don't share mm-hmm. so if that's what you're looking for I don't think that this is gonna work that. It's a hard conversation to have with someone that you really care about. Yeah. So again, to tie it back to what we started with, we're not having those conversations. But because I've been married, because I've experienced different things, because I hear these different conversations with clients, I'm like, hold up, let me, all right, bro. So I got a list and it's not a, you know, he has to be tall, sophisticated. I mean, it's, 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 it's in there, but you know. Mm-hmm. that's not the important part of the list. We will to have some real conversations. I want to see how you are with me when you don't like me. I want to see how you talk to me when you're around your friends. I want to see how you carry yourself when I have pissed you off. Like you mm-hmm. don't you don't even want to be in the same room with me. Because I feel like we're not having these real conversations and it's not always going to be good. And it's not always, sometimes you're like, okay, Let's agree to disagree because I feel like, you know, we're going to keep going in circles. We need to have real conversations when we're dating. We need to continue that while we're in relationships. And that needs to be a common trend when you continue in your marriage. Because guess what? We're growing and we're evolving every day. So you may start the relationship off like they, you know, which is one-on-one. This is, this is, this is that. 10, 15 years in the marriage,
1: you are like, I think I want us to be open. Mm-hmm. And I've actually had a conversation. My husband and I had a conversation and, you mm-hmm. know, I said to him, I said, listen, if you ever feel like you're going to go out there and cheat, you feel like you are, you want to be with somebody else. Let's talk, let's have a conversation first. Let's talk about mm-hmm. what is making you, want to go out there and cheat like what what are what is what is lacking in the relationship and we both had that conversation Mm -hmm. just you know vice versa we we kind of made a Mm -hmm. pact with each other and we said listen if we Mm -hmm. feel like we're about to do that let's first come together to see what the problem is because something's wrong if you are Mm -hmm. um wanting to be with somebody else something's wrong it, within that relationship or within yourself. So let's have a conversation, and we actually said that to each other. Now, one thing about me and my mm-hmm. husband, especially me, I'm very vocal, and we have a lot of conversations. We, I am very, very vocal. So if it's something I need to say, or get out, or whatever it is, I approach him with it. And and even when, before we mm-hmm. got married, you know, I, I I I we had a conversation. So I'm very, I'm I'm all the way on board with people having conversations because it makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. But that's the foundation that
3: you build, right? Yeah. You're talking about something that has been a common trend from the moment you guys were dating to the relationship to the marriage. So it's going to continue on as you guys move forward.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's pe- yeah. people, I feel like people aren't focused on building a foundation. And I know that, you know, when I first started dating to, to take it to a personal level, I'm like, oof. I've been married before. I don't, you know, that's my boyfriend. Ooh, I don't even want to say that word because I feel like I'm going backwards. Right. But what's wrong with starting over? What's wrong with starting over? What's wrong with trying to do something with someone else and creating your own rules for it? Because what applies to you and your marriage may not apply to me in my relationship. You know, because social media has so much information. The Mm -hmm. man's supposed to call. If he's not calling and if he's not texting you, good morning and good night, girl, he is not interested. Girl, what? (laughs) I just feel like there's so much stuff and you have to create normalcy for you and that person and let that be defined by both of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Not what what social media says, not what your girlfriend say, not what somebody else say, whether it's an open relationship or whatever. Let that be between you and him. I feel like people are talking way too much about a lot of personal information and they have too many people in their relationship, in their marriages. You got too many, too much, too much people speaking on your marriage. What is going on? So everybody going to have a say? Mm hmm. Yeah, because and that, you don't know how to stand in whatever it is that you and your partner. Because that's who you that's you're living with this person. That's who you took vows with, not your friends. So why are they in your ear? Why does every time you get in, in, into something with your partner, you go one of them? Every little thing. Come on, sis. Come on, bro.
1: Yeah, agreed. That's yeah, and that's another reason why it's like certain things like on my Instagram page I don't post a lot like my husband has been on my show a couple times I'll post him then but I don't I'm not about to put my personal personal deep personal business out Mm -hmm. there in the streets you know Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that's just not how we roll and I don't think people should Mm -hmm. do that you shouldn't run to social media every time there's a problem because you're putting people you're placing people in the midst of whatever you're going through with your partner Mm -hmm. you know and so that adds Mm -hmm. complication to what uh, what you're going through already so i definitely have always believed that and it's not only
3: that like now people know right before -hmm. people may assume like i think her and her husband they going through it but now people know to to, where it's gonna hurt when they hit like oh so this is an issue like he was you know, he cheated before, you know, they're kind of working things out, and y'all put way too much information on social media, y'all want to, you know, post my boyfriend, oh my god, my boyfriend, oh my god, girl, let me show you what my boyfriend did, and I get that you want to show your love and spread your love, girl, <laughs> you know, I, I know that the way that I roll is not for everybody, because I believe that when you're private, and less, the less people know, the less that they can have things to say about, the less that they can provide input on. And the people that I do have conversation with, I know that they're healthy. I know that they care about me. They care about my relationship, my partnership. They know that my relationship is a partnership. Girl, I ain't gonna touch on it. But they know that it's something that I'm building. They know that it's a foundation. If if something seems off, if they see that I'm unhappy, they will present it in a way that it's not you know t- causing turmoil to or strife to what i'm working on
1: and i feel like sometimes we just we got too many people too many hands in the pot. Yeah. listen yeah. you and me might have to have a part two because i'm gonna tell you something that's another <laughs> conversation too okay we're gonna talk about how some of your friends are not your friends and they don't like you okay so when you tell them mm-hmm. information they're gonna tell you something back because they don't like you okay they deep deeply mm-hmm. rooted they have disdain mm-hmm. for you but see that's a whole another conversation i don't think y'all ready for that but okay. yeah some, <laughs> some of your friends let me tell you some of your friends are waiting for you to mm-hmm. say something bad okay they, they wait in end the cup but yeah. you know that like, like i said that's a whole another cup we might have to bring you back in that's mm-hmm. a whole nother conversation <laughs> yeah
3: i'm here Girl. for it i'm here for it it's just but it's real <laughs> stuff it's real things that i constantly hear over and over again you yes. know, just we we gotta be willing to have these conversations. We gotta be real with ourselves. We gotta know who our friends are. We gotta know who, you know, who's my go to if I need emergency somebody to go pick my kids up. Who? Who's that person? If I feel like I need to say something to my husband, but I don't know if I'm saying it the right way, who is that person that I can really go to that's gonna give me the best advice, mm-hmm. that going help my relationship and not hurt it? Yeah. Because of a lot, a lot of times, sis, it's miscommunication. That's why marriages don't work. Sometimes yeah. you just married the wrong person, but a lot of times you like, sis, did you really, did you really say that to that man? You, <laughs> you, you know, you' wrong, right? You're like, right? Oh, yeah, I know, but I was so mad. You're like, sis, like, you know better, <laughs> girl. Need that's that one friend. Yeah, that's gonna be like, all right. Let me hear what you're gonna say to him. What's the issue? Okay. Okay, sis, hold up. You cannot say that. Are you crazy? You can't say that to that man. (laughs) Somebody got to be sane. (laughs) Right. Because you know when we in our feelings about something, girl,
1: you know what it is. We should like (laughs) me. I'm I'm dipping. I'm shutting everybody down. (laughs) I don't want to hear. I don't care. I'm done. Okay. (laughs) Right. And you
3: need that friend that's going, you know, get you by your boots like sis. You being petty. Right. You want your marriage, or you want to be petty? Pick, pick. Uh, yes. So like, Ugh. You may not always <laughs> like that friend, but you know that that person is going to give you the, the the most sounding advice for your relationship. I think we always need that one person. We need that.
1: Yeah, I I definitely definitely agree, and I'm I'm so happy that I have that because I'm telling you, we 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 over it. We don't want to hear nothing. It's all done. Nothing. <laughs> nothing.
3: <laughs> Yes, he's like no, nah, because he should know better. And th- and sometimes you're like, yeah, he should know better. But still, like, not because he did this or he was petty means that you know you should be equally petty as well. <laughs> right. That's another thing,
1: okay? Everybody trying to pet. Who can be pettier? Okay, it's a petty competition. Uh, but yeah, right. that's. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> listen. I have enjoyed talking to you. Oh my goodness, this was so much Same fun. Here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun but you know before you leave i gotta do unpack your box with you you know that's where every guest gets hmm. like a minute to say whatever they want to say whatever you want to release you have the floor Ooh, let me see let me see oh i got so much
3: stuff i want to unpack What do I, <laughs> which, which one do i pick um I wanna talk about fear, and this could be relationships, being an entrepreneur, going after your goals. Fear is it's uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable for a reason. And sometimes you gotta step into that fear to see what it is that you're truly afraid of. Because sometimes that thing that we think we're afraid of, is actually the thing that we should be moving towards. Starting that business, starting to date again, it's uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you want the things that, you, that, that you've claimed that you've been manifesting, whether it's a husband, again, whether it's a business to start school, whatever that thing might be, it's not gonna really be easy. But sometimes you just gotta take one step and walk towards it. And it might be a little uncomfortable And you may not feel certain about the steps and you might be a little shaky as you move forward, but half of the time it's not as bad as you think it is. So step
1: into that fear. Yes, I love it. Get into it. Nala, I had so (laughs) much fun talking to you, girl. You're going to have to come back, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Same here. I had so much fun. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Tell the people where they can reach up with you. You know where they can keep up with you, your blog, all that good stuff. So if you guys
3: want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at Nyla Carter. Uh, Also, my my website is www.afterdivorceish.com. I also have a t-shirt line, singlemomish.com, for all you single moms. Oh, my shirts are so petty, but y'all will love them. So be sure to check them out.
1: Check her out. Support her. Purchase your shirts. She's so dope, so amazing, so inspiring. Thank you so much, Queen. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. We out. Before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. You can also email me if you like at unpacking the box podcast at gmail.com. And also, if you are enjoying the show, if you were a guest on the show, you know, if you just 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 love the show make sure you leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts specifically. I don't know if you can do it on the other platforms, but I know for sure you can on Apple. So yes, do that for your girl, especially if you're enjoying it. You know, let me know. All right, y'all. Be well.